and welcome back to the best thing you watch. We've got Chris from Movies and Munchies and Ruben from the Ruby Tuesday. Yes, we're still on our own channels. Uh, if you're the first time here, we talk about movies, TV, entertainment news in our audio exclusive podcast section. This week, we're also doing a review like we have been just exclusively for the podcast section. And I believe we're going to be talking about Willow. Uh, which will be an interesting one to talk about. And then now entertainment news. I've got some stuff to talk about there as well, which I think this week has been an interesting one for entertainment news. That's for sure. Our Patreon, we're going to be talking about what, Chris? Uh, is this week the, uh, the from the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday yeah. special? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be talking about how that ties into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 as well. So if you want to support us or you like those topics, we have really interesting content where I think we're getting better at the Patreon stuff. I think it's more interesting. We've gotten into a flow. At least our, our Patreons that are there with us have said it's good. So thank you for supporting us so much. Uh, but what we do when we start the best thing that we watch this week is we do a movie quiz and generally... I uh, I do them, but last week Chris started uh, like and and really threw us for a wobbly because they weren't easy. They weren't easy, Chris. I I thought maybe they might be a little bit. I don't know. It, it's certainly easier on this side of the screen. Let me tell you that to be <laughs> yeah. the one doing the quotes versus having to guess them, it <laughs> it's a lot easier and better. <laughs> I know. I miss it. Um. So we need to talk about who won. Did anybody win on your your no, side? No, nobody won on mine. Mm. No. Uh, well, on mine, there was a push pavil, and excuse me if I'm getting the name wrong, but I even corrected push pavil in the comments saying, no, it's, it's uh, Encino Man or California Man. But what are the answers, Chris? Uh, the answers are Son-in-Law, Saving Silverman, and The Hunt for Red October. I think I got Hunt for Red October. Nice. And that was nice. it. But yeah, Pushpavel, congratulations. You got it. We're nice. going to continue on this trend, and Chris is going to do the movie the movie questions. <laughs> Until he gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> Until I'm like, no, I don't like it. Let me go back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So these, um, no, okay, my, uh, just a caveat. These are not obscure movies. The quotes right. might be a little obscure, but the movies themselves are not obscure. These are that rather well-known. almost makes well -known. it worse because you feel like because you like, like you the should movie. get it. Yeah. Get <laughs> but see, I don't. I, I think out of context, that's what makes it so hard. Mm. You know. So okay, are you oh. ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. First one. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've still got lightning in you. Okay, could be a number of films. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. Number two. Sometimes the only way to heal our wounds is to make peace with the demons who created them. I feel like that's a Western, but I, yeah, I have no clue what that is. Not a Western. All right. Yeah. No idea. No? Okay. Okay. It's great. It's great. Great line, though. I like it. I think you're going to get this one. I think. Aww. I think this next one you'll get. Don't do okay, that. Number, <laughs> because I think it's going to. You're going to. It's going to go like. You may not get it, but you'll know it. You, you'll right. recognize it. Okay. Okay. 
You lost today, kid, but that doesn't mean you have to like it. Oh. Okay. I, I mean, I think I feel like you did a voice there as well. Did you a little bit? It? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. 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 Okay, maybe I might have it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know in the comments uh, what what they are. If you maybe you were like, yeah, this week, this week's my week. It's just in your brain. You're like, I got them, and we will shout out your name. Thank you for those that are trying. Sorry for Chris's really difficult, hard ones. Let me know in the comments if you want me back. I totally understand if you do. If Chris is fired, that's okay. I can take it. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. You're just, you're making me think, Chris. Um, I don't like it. I know. No, I know. Oh, goodness. All right. But I do have an interactive question for us Ooh. today. Okay. And this is for everybody watching as well. Okay. So we're in the world of Harry Potter. It's great. Love that already. I like, I, I like that already. Yes. You and uh, do this as well in the comments. Everybody choose a character. Chris, choose a character. You get to be any character. Just one. Uh, from Caveat. The, from the movies or the books? From the movies or the books. Okay. Do do what do whatever you like in the, in in that universe. Okay. I'll I'll choose a character and you can choose a character. The caveat is we get to choose <laughs> we get to choose uh so you're going to choose someone that does that that has like powers or uh, is this a particular strong maybe you choose dobby but i'm going to choose how dobby uses his powers or every time he does a spell this happens <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> like I, say, uh, I will ch you choose one and then i'll give you an example okay okay uh lupin lupin so Lupin turns into a werewolf. Mm -hmm. Every time he turns into a werewolf, he poos consistently. <laughs> just, just like free flowing. Just, just, just like oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So who do you choose? Was that your choice? That was, or was my that choice. the example. That no, was, that was choice. my okay. choice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I choose um, uh, the snake. Oh, what's the snake's name? Oh, uh, Nitiri. No, no. Isn't that Avatar? That's like Avatar, yeah. Yeah. Harry Potter Snake. Let's go Google. Harry, I hate this. It's like one of my favorite characters, Harry Potter Snake. Isn't it? It is. Name. Nagini. See, it was close. Nagini. Okay. And you have to. So every time i so the thing i like to do is attack people and eat them so yes. what you can choose what happens to me you have uncontrollable oh, hiccups <laughs> brilliant snake <laughs> goes to dislocate jaw to eat and is like oh. <laughs> brilliant yeah <laughs> so you guys that you're watching choose a character that you love and chris and i will give you uh, a terrible thing that uh, like negates your power almost <laughs> for example if, if if you chose dobby every time he apparates somewhere it's always to the wrong place so he tries <laughs> i to think go that somewhere. would be like ron <laughs> <laughs> ron and his broken wand brilliant uh, i'm slugs oh. <laughs> so gross always makes me feel ill that bit oh yeah totally <laughs> nice 
<laughs> Fun. Okay. Um, I love that. <laughs> an interactive one. I'm interested to see what people are going to put as their characters, and we're going to have a lot of fun with uh, what we what we make their characters do. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, and you can also comment on other people's of what yes, what that might do. Do that, you everybody. Know. That that'll be really fun. Yeah, yeah keep I it like nice. That. I mean, you know, cordial and stuff, but <laughs> it doesn't have nah. to be PG rated. It just <laughs> 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 oh man! All right, should we dive in? Mm. Okay. I don't know about you. My week has been a tough week. I've watched a crap ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I still have a crap ton of reviews to do. Um, so some <laughs> of the things I'm actually, I'm going to talk about today, I haven't even done reviews yet for them. Oh, wow. As, as Exclusives yeah. on the, on the, on, on the podcast. Nice. Well, at least while we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Maybe the, I don't know. Yeah. It, it just depends on how my schedule works out, but yeah. Um, true. How about you? Has your week been a good week? Of yeah. You? I mean, I've, I've watched so much. Um, I, don't, I would say it's not, I don't think it's as bad as yours. A, a bit of like half and half, mm. like half kind of average, no real poo, just yeah. like average. And then some that I, that's good enough to put on the best thing we watched, but had it been other weeks, it's like, if it was like the Netflix series, you know, the, that we just watched 1899, that would be it yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's, it's relative, it's out right? Of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's out of the stuff that we've seen. This is the best thing that we've watched. Not necessarily brilliant. Yeah. Uh, correct. That's, that is a perfect description for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, you want to start? All right. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. I'll just jump into, it feel like that every week. Oh, my camera disappeared. No, I see uh, you. It, it, are you seeing me? <laughs> I see you. Yes. It's like Avatar. <laughs> I see you. I see you. That's all I remember from the Avatar trailer. Does everybody? Does anybody remember their names? I remember Jake Sully and yes, N- and Nateri. Not Nagini. That's it. <laughs> Not Nagini. No. Any other names you remember? Nope. 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 Yeah, that's definitely going to make over two billion. <sighs> yeah, about that. <laughs> anyway, uh, it feels like Ruben is getting back into his game reviews because, like, a couple of weeks. I've been doing like jumping into a game last week or the week before I talked about uh, Evil West, which I'd Mm -hmm. started and I finished and I continued to say, yeah, that was great. I loved every second this week. I'm talking about, um, is it protocol? No, not for me. It's not Callisto protocol. Okay. Callisto protocol. So if you look that up on IMDB, Chris, the Callisto protocol, a crashed cargo pilot struggles to survive against horrific mutating prisoners on Jupiter's moon from, I believe it's some of the, the guys that did dead space. Uh, if you know dead space, you know, it's one of the scariest games and I know they're remaking the first dead space. Josh Dumel is mm. the voice of Jacob Lee. I would say he's not just the voice. He's also the actor because it's some of the best motion capture i've ever seen never mind like film but just it looks like josh uh you can go to the ruby tuesday twitch i've been i've been streaming my gaming content uh, just for people to check it check it out whenever it's a new game it's nice to kind of stream some of that to see whether it's something you want to spend because it's a triple a game whether you want to spend your money on it so this is classic space horror 
third person shooter over the shoulder a little bit too close of a comfort done on purpose because you kind of want to step back from the character as the car that the monsters attack him but you don't get that <laughs> they don't allow you that space often things like you're you're coming off a ladder and the camera will it's like almost like a a a cut scene as you're coming off the ladder so you have no control so the camera takes a long time to center oh. you and i'm like i just want to see what's behind the corner <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> and it's like frustratingly slow in that moment you get very limited ammo depending on your levels of difficulty uh health uh everything you have to use sparingly uh, it rewards pickups or exploration, but it also doesn't. Like the, the last loot box I looted, a big slug jumped out at my neck and sucked my blood and my health went like halfway down. I was like, are you kidding me? I, loot boxes aren't even safe. Dark Souls has a thing where you kick a loot box or you open a loot box and it becomes this, this giant thing with arms. And yeah, <laughs> I, sh I should know better. Uh you are this character you've you've crashed plan you've crash landed and you need to escape this planet that seems to well this jail really that seems to be infested with these mutant humanoid type freaks but there's variations on there you have a guy that's willing to help you you are the pilot so it's in his best interest to help you survive to help you get off planet you're trying to work your way to the airport hangar and it's like this long a to b and, and along the ways you're going to go down up left right because there's doors that are locked very close quarters think aliens mm. um and then the look of it it looks spectacular like aliens again it's got that green dark black hue xenomorph style mm. it's scary and it's jump scary but it's not always scary because like my son said when he was watching some of the the horror action games you don't get as scared as much because you are interacting you get to beat the the things you you put you, you basically mush them <laughs> you know you, you hit them and their limbs fly off and then you make sure that they stay down right um and so that gets i think you get a tolerance level of i'm um, not so scared anymore until they start doing different things with the monsters this is one thing that's got a fantastically long neck uh, and it's like from the other side of the room and this face just comes at you and then latches itself onto your neck and mm. it's dragging you towards its body that's, that's like a clump slug thing and you're stabbing at it trying to get it off you and i'm furiously <laughs> tapping on my and i'm like mm, and my wife is just laughing hysterically because she's not watching the screen she's on her ipad but every now and again there'll be a jump scare and she'll just giggle because i'll be like Argh! like son of a stop it <laughs> um it's so atmospheric which is which is great and josh duhamel has, has done a fantastic job uh like allowing you to see or be through you know his his mm. character's body shape it was not quite his eyes but yeah it's his body yeah. and, and every time you die and you will die a lot uh you, you feel it because there's various different deaths and it just hurts your soul like some sometimes a, a character will put their fingers in your eyes and just squish your head like a game of thrones style oh, yeah. or a monster mm -hmm. will take your neck and just snap it or a or a terminator because there's this security so terminator robots that are, are around will just like stamp on your arm which will be then severed and then it will go um i have stopped this blah 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 
now to like blah 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 and then we'll just squish your head into oblivion <coughs> like done one stop and it's like damn not only am i fighting monsters but the robots here are freaking terrifying because there's no reasoning with them they, they their protocols are all broken and all prisoners now are looking at like whether you're infected with the disease or not it's just like we need to take care of this this disease uh i will be back for you um, and then you die yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, so if you like <laughs> exterminate, yeah. So if you like your space horror genre, mm. uh, like Event Horizon, and you want to play the character that's in that moment, <laughs> like if you thought Event Horizon was scary, and it is, <laughs> um, then you get to be those characters. So it puts you so much more immersive. If you're playing on the PS5, you can triple down on how scary it is because these headsets are 3D audio. So mm. the sound is like you hear the voices before you see them, right? Nice. Uh, and it just kind of flows around that side. And then the controller has a speaker in it. And so the guy that you're helping you, his audio comes through the speaker rather than the TV. So he's right there with you. So oh. if he's screaming, you're f- like freaked out, like, hurry, help me. They just added the levels of what's scary and to add the atmosphere. I do have a little bit of a drawback. The controls and the game is a bit janky. Mm. Uh, so that like there are moments where your character will be forced into a situation or would do something that is a cutscene sort of thing. So every time you encounter a, a Terminator robot, um, you, you you can be running and you know he'll shoot you. So you think, well, I might take one bullet, but I might still survive the encounter. But every time it locks you into a cutscene and it goes, and you're dead. Uh, which is annoying because all the other times you're fighting characters and you have control of the character, you get hit and you get hit too many times, you get eaten or dismembered. <laughs> that's, that's that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I do feel like it's a short game. It's also quite linear, which I like. Oh. I don't want an open world for this. Okay. The claustrophobic centered is great. Uh, I feel like I'm almost halfway and I've done about four or five hours. Okay. So probably a short 50- game then. Yeah, like a 15 to 20 hour if you do all the collection, which is standard for a AAA kind of story game, you know, The, the Last of Us, that sort of thing. Um, lot of fun. Not for everybody, not for youngsters. That that will give them nightmares. And uh, for people with weak hearts, probably not for you either. My only drawback is that I don't know if I, if I knew how janky it was, how whether I would have paid full price for it. I mm. probably maybe would have waited for a little bit of a sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I still would rate it quite highly, like like four Nicolas Cages out of five. But because the controllers sometimes, the control sometimes seems to be a bit janky. It, it sometimes you don't quite know where you're going. You got to work it out, which is fine. It's a horror yeah. game, so that makes it scarier. Uh, but I've just seen a few people's comments like that. They had issue with that. I mean, not so much. The only thing is that, like I mentioned, the yeah. the jankiness of like you wanting to control certain moments that that you can't. Other than that, it's exactly like Dead Space for me, which is a it's a plus. Yeah. Nice. Oh, did, did it just come out? Literally on Friday. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So mm-hmm. you've only been playing it for a day. Five hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Sweet. I don't. Know. Um. So my the. The first thing that I want to talk about is actually a surprise for me that it's on my list. Um, <clears throat> it's it's on Netflix and it's Firefly Lane. 
Have you seen huh. this sh- series? No, I, I I watched the first episode of the first season, and I was like, "That's not for me." Yeah, it's uh, Sarah Chalk and Catherine Hagel. Hagel, great cast. Yeah, yeah. It it reminds me a little bit of Dead to Me, where you have mm-hmm. two uh, women best friends who kind of have a dysfunctional relationship, and we just kind of watch their life play out. And this is uh, season two dropped on Friday, uh, the s- December 2nd, yeah. and but it's only part one of season two. And, oh, se- no. and okay. part two of season two is coming out sometimes in, sometime in 2023. And I don't really understand that. I don't know. I mean, it was nine episodes. Oh, that's still like <laughs> a full be, season. Exactly. So I don't know. I don't know how many episodes are going to be in part two, but it feels like you should have just made that season two and then bring out season three, you know, in six months or something like that and call it good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the reason I I became really invested in it, I think, is because of the relationships. It mm. just, they are dysfunctional, but it is, the, the characters not only, so we have flashbacks, a lot of flashbacks. It takes place in really like three time periods, following the same characters and they become enveloping to watch. Like I just, because we get to know them over so much time, even though we're seeing them in these chunks of time, Mm. they, you know, their ins and outs. And even if you don't like personality traits, it it's what makes this person. And then how do they interact with the other one? And so you have uh, Tully and Kate and those two, they they clash often, but are still mm. like the best of friends also. And so anytime there is conflict, you're really wanting them to resolve that. And mm. season one ended with Kate telling Tully, I never want to see you or speak to you again. Gotcha. Okay. And we don't know why. Like we and so only like towards the latter half of the second season, this first part of second season, do we even understand how that comes about? And so they really eke that out and they show you like, oh, well, I think it might be this. Sounds drawn out. It it is, but it's not. Like it, um, because the story is developing and the way that it's told, it, um, it, it feels okay. That it that it mm. takes that long, like that you don't have the payoff immediately, because it mm. really ramps up the drama um, as we as we lead towards the event that had that um, that interaction there. The thing that that I think is difficult for this series, though, is because it's told in three different time periods. There is a lot of back and forth. Um, okay, and while you can tell, like one is the seventies, the late seventies, one is the late eighties. And then one is the late nineties. So you can tell by the way, the characters look by their hairstyles and stuff, what time period we're in. So it's not, it's not that it's not difficult that way. It's just, there's literally like a lot of jumping back and forth, but there will also be, you will see some events play out and then it'll be like three weeks later. And then (laughs) <laughs> but then it'll, we won't revisit that time for quite a while. You know what I mean? Oh. So even though we're in the present, 
like at least the most present, you know, and then it's three weeks later from there, it's kind of like, I'm trying to figure out where I am. And so I just, Mm -hmm. I always found myself a little bit struggling of like, okay, where are we at? Are we six months from where we, I guess it's present time. So we'll just, whatever. Okay. That's all I need to really know. (laughs) But but it's on the best thing you watch, Chris. It is. Yeah. And so despite that, despite that difficulty sometimes of like the back and forth and everything, I mean, it really yeah. is the, I was drawn into the drama and by the end of it, um, I mean, it's emotional. It's it, like, even though there's, there's like predictable moments to it and I'm not sure hmm. I like all of the character decisions either, but that's, that's showing me how much I'm invested within this and how yeah. much like they're, you know what I mean? That they're that I'm connecting with the characters, whether or like them or not, um, that they're, I'm having a reaction to them and with them. And so that, yeah, it's, I mean, like I said, it's nine episodes. Each of the episodes are 45 ish minutes, maybe closer to an hour. Fairly long investment as well. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, but if you, I think if you, if you enjoyed the first season, then Mm -hmm. the second season just builds on that. And can okay. you know, and continues the intensity and the uh, the the dramatic elements within there, and all the emotional uh, ties and ups and downs that go in there, and it, it shows you how. I mean, it's really character growth is what you're watching. You're watching this, and or a character study maybe of how how these people grow and change based on not only their relationship with each other, but then the relationships that we see through them, like Tully's mom. We see her, she's not a great mom at all, especially at the beginning. In the 70s, she's just drugged out, hippie, just mm. like not even present for her daughter. And what that does to their relationship into the present, you know, even though we see character growth and we see character change, mm. th- there's all that baggage there, you know, and that affects that. So it's, yeah, it, it's it's complex, uh, and very engaging at the same time. And I, I was, I was actually a little bit upset with myself that I got so engaged with it. Um, <laughs> cause I, cause I didn't really want to be. And I, by the end of it, I was like, it's just hooked in, you know? So <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like Catherine Heigl, not always, but like in most things yeah. she does, I, I enjoy, um, her performances. <clears throat> the first episode that I watched really came across like a family drama soap. Mm. Um, so maybe that's not the case. It does have a little bit of a soapy feel to it. Yeah. I mean, it, okay. it, it, and it's, and it, it, it's very dramatic at spots. Mm. I mean, that's, you know what I mean? And so it could be, especially depending on your, uh, your mindset or your mood, if you're mm. not, if you're not in the mood to have this heavy drama or these, you know, these, these emotional outbursts and stuff like that, then that's not the show to to put on at that. Yeah, moment. if you're in the mood for like Marvel explosions, probably not. Correct. That. But yeah. but we do go through moods. Yeah, sometimes you just want to yeah. hunker down with like a drum and get involved in it, and you don't have to be a part of it, but you can sit mm-hmm. with your tea and your biscuits and dunk, and you're like, <laughs> exactly. I can't she said that. Like, <laughs> oh no, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's quite a bit of those. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um. All right. I'd like to talk spoilers on this one if we can, but maybe we'll just talk about the the film. Uh, So probably one of the best films I've seen all year just for enjoyment. Violent Night. Uh, (laughs) Good Lord. How much fun did I have with this movie? Uh, David Harbour, 
so here's the thing i hadn't seen a trailer i had seen the poster oh wow. so when i saw david harbour in the suit and i presume everybody knows now that, that it's the santa story but when i saw him in the suit and then he did the thing i was like holy crap he's santa yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was even like Woo-hoo, this is gonna be a weird film <laughs> <laughs> it, it is die hard but it's not it's more die hard 2 and home alone yes uh and i'm here for it i want a prequel i want a sequel i want all of the santa movies every time he finds himself in a different house protecting another little girl i want to damn it <laughs> especially for those kills and the juxtaposition of the the great score with the jingles and stab so much so much fun i mean who knew you could use santa's powers in that way that's all i'm saying <laughs> oh gosh the, well and i'm glad that it lived up to its name of violent night because when they yes. when they showed the violence it got violent oh yeah it was glorious i was like a little kid and i was like do it do it do it <laughs> yes. Woo-hoo, he did. and then i was like oh that was worse than i thought <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. It, it was fun. Yeah. It was. It was really fun. I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, I can say there was lore in this that I wasn't expecting. And at that point, I was invested emotionally into the character. I was invested into the fun of the film. Yeah. But when they showed the lore and the reason as to the Santa and how the, the, the why, I was like, all right. Like, you had me at this, but now you have my attention. Well, and I want, I want so much more of that, that backstory. Yeah, that was cool. Because I, I, I honestly thought because we, um, I don't know. Maybe we could talk spoilers because I'm not sure how to say the next part without it being kind of a spoiler. Spoilers. (laughs) Okay, so when we learn that David Harbor was a Viking. And he was Mm. not a good guy. I mean, that's what he talks about, Mm. how he was not a good guy. And yet then he became Santa. Mm. I thought there was a moment at the end where he was, um, he was dying that John Leguizamo was going to become Santa. Oh, right. That would have been cool. Because he's a bad, you know, Mm. um, the kill of John Leguizamo though was, huh? He's a warrior bad guy as well, similar to... Exactly. Yeah. 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 And and because he hated Christmas so much, you know what I mean? Like this is his, you know, that kind of, but but then that doesn't give a redemption arc. It just pulls him through the chimney. Holy crap. That (laughs) was, that was grim. And it was amazing. (laughs) It was, oh my gosh. It was so good. Yeah. I was like, is he, is he actually, he's gonna, He's going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There were little bits that David Harbour just nailed that just made me beam with a smile. The talking with the little girl, like really connecting emotionally mm. with her. Uh, like I, I felt like he was like the, the, the daddy Santa almost in that it was great. Uh, the moments when he's like chucking a grenade down the guy's pants and he's walking away. It's like, I've got to watch. I, I, I got it. <laughs> did he look like, at the camera at that point? It felt like he looked at the camera like just, for a, yeah, just for a split second. <laughs> a split second there. Yeah. And it's, which, which was weird and great all at the same time. <laughs> 
Yeah, there is moments like that, and the 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 moment when the young girl gives him permission to be his Viking self in yes. order to protect Christmas and the family, and then he's swinging around that mallet like it's his weapon, and then was, we see the weapon at the end with like Mrs. Claus, like you might have need the spare sack, and so the, the uh, Rudolph obviously went back, told Mrs. Claus everything that's going on somehow. They got the spare sack and she put the mallet on just in case he needed. And I was like, mm. <sighs> see more of more of what more of that. Want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, and I loved, loved the Home Alone moments. I mean, the little girl just stole my heart first <laughs> off because she was just just so earnest and cute. But then the <laughs> but it also fixed the the, the answer. Yes, Home Alone wouldn't really work when they pull out a gun. And I was like, I love that. So we had our fun. She actually did take out one of them accidentally, which is brilliant. And then oh. the guy pulls out a gun and then he steps in with his mallet. And I was like, that's good. You're dead, internal bleeding and everything. Yeah. Uh, but the connection of that. So like, yeah, just in case you guys wanted to know, yeah, we wouldn't really work if they pulled out, you know, hanger. But <laughs> have this fun. Yeah, her like her using the little slingshot type of thing to um to throw things like the first couple of things made sense, but then the whole dumbbell <laughs> flying yeah. up. How would that even work? I don't, I don't think that the sling would throw that. But yeah, yeah, I didn't care. It didn't no. matter to me. I mean, no. I was just I was laughing at that point because you've got the dude stuck on his. On it, Why on was his... he holding the nail? Why was he looking at Why was at he it? Like, looking at the nail like oh. I don't Well you don't you know the second that he picked that up <laughs> The second up, he did that yeah Yeah I was like oh well that's going to that's going to end that's, poorly for you you're a moron All the bowling balls like oh she's dodging it that yeah. trap didn't work out oh wait he's downstairs yeah. and the nails are behind him this yeah. is going to end really badly for you <laughs> Yeah oh goodness <laughs> Yeah the, I I loved the kills I really did I thought they were I thought they were a lot of fun and you're right the um the the scene well actually there were multiple scenes with the music happening and which made no sense with the violence that was going on my brain did not know what to do with <laughs> your that. brain was like what is happening the, in the shed uh or oh that shed like structure that yes. scene was genius yeah so good i mean close quarter battles um and him just oh the, the, i loved when he would kick his mallet yeah. And it would flip back around, you know what I mean? So that he could pick it up again and just. I, I want to see a training video, like, you know, where like the John Wick gun yeah. food, but I want to see the training video of him having to train with a mallet to get good. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, a, a lot of fun. Now, I didn't care for most of the characters. You no, know, I wanted them to die. I was hoping that they would die and it would just be the kid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And even the family members too, you know. I mean, like the oh, the, the the sister, the mom. No, wait, the the, the guard. The, I was upset he died. I was very house. upset he died because he was seriously. <laughs> well, and I think that's that was some of the beauty and the genius of the film is mm. that they give us some of these genuinely nice people mm. and um, put them in danger, whether you kill yeah. them or not. I mean, like the little girl. You know, what I mean, we we feel for her. Her mom. We feel mm. for her. Um, even the dad at one point, uh, you, you begin to feel for him, even though, you know, he's a little bit sketchy. Because um, he comes from this family, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of the family, I mean, that 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 TikTok kid, 
he needed to just have, you know, be curb stomped. <laughs> Did uh, you stay for the mid credit scene? Mid credit, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like why are you still alive? I don't right. I still don't like you. There's nothing redeeming about no. the whole time through the film. Hi, I'm your I'm just here with you. Like yeah, there, yeah, there was there was no character growth and redemption of of him or the or the sister, like his mom. It was just no. like so you believe Santa because you've seen. There's no faith there. And what no. what if you you're definitely not on that that good list any <laughs> No no. Yeah. <laughs> no immediate no you you can go on that list. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah that was a fun one it'll it'll definitely be a yearly a yearly watch just because Mm. of how insane it was for sure it's gonna be like in the amongst the swapping out home alone and die hard because it's basically the same film yeah but all three in one it's great yeah yes way more bloody (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh what's next on your list then uh, well, I watched a documentary on Friday that came out, and it's called Senior, and okay. it's about Robert Downey Sr., hmm. and it's put together by Robert Downey Jr., so it's mm-hmm. him interacting with his dad. This is a unique documentary because Robert – now, I didn't know anything about it, but Robert Downey Sr. was like an underground filmmaker, and so in the 60s, he made a lot of just – counterculture and weird movies. I'm not sure that I would enjoy them uh, because mm. they did show clips and I'm like, this, this just doesn't entice me at all. <laughs> but um, so as we're watching the documentary, he has the idea that he wants to make his own cut of it. <laughs> so, so he gets with a producer and um, wait, wait, what? Wait, let me let me understand this. He wants to make his own cut of the documentary. Of the documentary, yes. So he's That's, getting all of the version. Footage. Did we get both? So we we <laughs> that is weird. excuse me. Okay. Yeah we we really see it's really the story that we watch of Robert Downey Jr.'s documentary. Okay. But interspersed in this, we get to see bits of Senior's view of the world. And how he right. would direct and how he does things. And um, this is a very sad documentary. I mean, in, in one way. Because okay. it um, because he's older. And so right. it's just, you know, and he's, um, we learn things about about his, his physical state. And um, it's all black and white, which is, actually there's a couple of color moments, but that's because we're watching like a clip of another film or something like that. Um, mm. <clears throat> But it's uh, it's a really good insight into a father and son relationship. Yeah. Um, there is a tragicness, I guess, to it because if you know, like Robert Downey Jr.'s story, I mean, how he was, you know, addicted to drugs, um, you know, made the, got went into rehab and actually made a you know huge life turnaround. And now that's when the resurgence of his career and just we got Iron Man, we got Sherlock, we got all of these, you know, these great characters and performances from him because he became sober and he just changed his whole perspective. Um, But his dad was the one that introduced him to these things at a very young age. And so there's a lot of baggage there to unpack 
And the documentary, I don't think, is satisfying in in addressing all of that. Right. There are attempts to, and I think that's also what brings in that tragicness, where it's mm. just, it's like, oh, that hurts the heart to oh, watch that. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's um, it's uh, a little longer than you might think. Oh yeah, go ahead. No, no. Um, I was gonna say we watched when I was in the states with you. We watched Stutz. Stutz. What's the beginning it of like Stutz, yeah. compared to? Oh uh, no, we actually watched quite a bit. Oh yeah, most yeah half of, more than half of it, right? Half of it. Yeah. 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 We were just falling asleep. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was gonna be like that, honestly. Right. Um, okay. And there is a point in it. I mean, it's a, it's like, what is this movie? It's an hour and 40 minutes, I think. Mm. Um, it, there is a point in the middle where I was kind of like, oh, I don't know how engaged I am in this. Because Senior is not, he's not wholly a likable guy. Um, mm. y- you know, and I mean, he's true to himself, which you can respect that. Um, but if you look at him as a, like as a father, um, he, he's, he's lacking some of the warmth that okay. you would yeah. want from that. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's better than Stutz. It's a lot better than Stutz. It's That's way good. more, um, it's not weird like that. And it's not, mm-hmm. um, not trying to pull something over our eyes or, you know, be a performance. Right. I think yeah. this one, they, I mean, this one, they're talking to the camera and we know that yeah. it's a documentary. They, they acknowledge that it's a documentary. I mean, even one point they show the, the camera crew and stuff, it, but you have a lot of real moments between, um, junior and senior. Mm. And that's, I think what really it's powerful because you get to watch, um, we even get some insight just as, uh, as junior talks to like his therapist as he's um, trying to process, you know, some of the stuff with his dad and everything. And so it's, I mean, it's a good insight into him. Um, this is, I th- for me, it's a one-time watch. I would never go mm. back to this. Uh, but from an execution standpoint, it's touching. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can't say it's high on my watch list. I'd, I'd have to be in the mood for it, I think. It, it really is. It's It's got an overwhelming melancholy to it mm. because of... It's certain, I mean, there's humor in it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there, there, there are moments oh, where you Robert chuckle. Or you, I'd be surprised if. Yeah, it's and their interactions are. are gosh, it's so weird. Um, because in one way, it's like a a son looking up to his dad, trying to still gain some approval or some some connection there, mm. and yet at another time, it's two equals in the entertainment world you know, just having fun. Um, so, Interesting. Yeah. So, okay. and, there, and there's, there's moments where you can see love from the dad. So it's, I don't want to paint him like he's just this cold person, but he's just, he's, mm, he's yeah, everybody, yeah. how people do love is different. Yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. Um, should I move on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, my next thing on the best thing I watched this week, I'm just trying to get the right name for mm-hmm. it, is Mingyat, Mingyat Zingai. I don't know what that is. 
<laughs> Probably not pronouncing it right. Mingyak Zingai, that is Warriors of Future, a new Netflix film. It came out in Hong Kong a few weeks ago. Netflix bought the rights to it. And ever since I saw it was coming to Netflix, I've been super excited to watch this film. It's big. That's it's Hollywood blockbuster action with great CG. And the reason why the CG is great is because this director's his first time is like his directorial debut, but he spent like uh, 20 years in the CG, like as a CGI artist or part of the team. So he mm. knows his stuff when it comes to CG. And then we have veteran actors like in the industry. Um, I don't know them personally. I've definitely seen them in a few films, but it's not like uh, I know Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt, but these guys have definitely been around, so they hold presence. The IMDb synopsis is once again just ridiculous. It's, <laughs> it's basically, stupid. yeah, it's so dumb. It, Earth is, we've messed Earth up again. Yeah. And as to to combat that, because air has gone the way of uh, being poisoned, basically, we make these sky umbrellas uh, and we purify the air. But as we're trying to do that, because we have like domes and things, there's an asteroid that comes that has plant life on it. And every time it gets wet or has water, it expands and grows massively. Uh, and so we have two things that we're trying to combat. And then we add in a bit of exoskeleton action goodness, similar to Iron Man, but more like District 9 sort of exoskeletons. Mm -hmm. uh, a team is sent out to get to the root system to stop the vines from growing because there's a big storm coming and if it gets rained on that much it would just take over the whole city uh, so that's like your synopsis uh, a to b adventure and the way the show the action though is so good like you, it's fast paced but yeah. you get to see it because they do certain slow modes and it's not annoying slow mo it's mm -hmm. slow mo so you get to see a punch that's about to connect with a robot's face and i was just like i loved it like if you think akira a little bit like that, the kaijin, like a growing expansiveness of like <laughs> yes. the thing. You put that in with Ghost in the Shell, uh, with the the mechanoid robots that are after them. Like, there's definitely a sequence. I was like, that's out of Ghost in the Shell. The the tank robot on the highway mm. is like riding along. I was like, this is brilliant. A lot of fun, and then some consequences as well. Although there is one kill that I'll just like. There's a guy bleeding on a desk, uh, on a like a he's in the hospital. One of those. On a desk, on a gurney, uh, on a desk. They just chucked him on a desk. <laughs> he's, he's on a gurney. He's bleeding out. Uh, and the guy says, yeah, put your finger on this and make sure you hold it because otherwise, you know, he's going to bleed out. <laughs> guy hears a sound, goes to investigate sound. <laughs> the, the guy goes, I'm going to be fine. It's fine. I'm like, you're not going to be fine. You're going to bleed out. It Almost doesn't matter because, yeah, yeah, because something does happen. So it's, it's fine. But I was just like, come on. <laughs> Did you did you see this? I watched it last night. Yes, yes. Um, I'm less impressed than you are with some <laughs> <Okay>. of it. <laughs> um, I, the there is that chase scene on the highway mm. that goes on a really long time, and I it's was like sucked big into it. Sequence, yeah. Oh my it's gosh, nice. it was such a good and it was emotional. That was the thing. Like as it. As we get to the the end climax of that scene, which is probably I don't know what like a ten minute scene. I mean, yeah. it was it went on yeah. for a long time, which was a very exciting, um, yeah. especially as the camera 
flies around and inside and stuff. I mean, that was, oh, it was so good. I was like, I was totally enveloped in that. Um, yeah. And then we get to a very emotional scene after that. Um, mm. I, it, for me, there was, there was a point where I loved the creature design first off. I, I thought it oh, was just so wrong. cool with the, the, the movements mean, are yes. the reptilian type of bug, like very cool just not okay at all there um <laughs> there there was a lot of this that reminded me or that looked like cutscenes from video games um, okay you know and and which that's not really an issue for me it was just sometimes when there was um like when these creatures were going through the hospital the mm. um i was broken out of some of it because like the texturing and the lighting on them just it it didn't look legit and that was okay. that was a bummer to me like it but not all the time because there were other mm. points where it's where they're attacking and you know and chasing and everything where i was like oh yeah no that feels great so it wasn't it's not like a consistent issue it was just in certain parts there where i was like oh, that didn't look great but i had it on the projector i don't know maybe my oh. color saturation is out i'll have to check yeah maybe yeah just a little bit there but it's um it was fun. I loved the idea of of the plant life mm. being the savior and the villain all at the same time. Clever idea, right? Because you mm. kind of want to let it do its thing, but also we need to live somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the fact that the giant rainstorm is coming, that urgency, so good. Yeah, so, so it keeps good. it intense. There's a time scale to it the whole time. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't even expecting like the bugs or that the thing birthed from it and and it would have been fine with like not having it i think it still would have been intense we have that time thing we have someone trying to stop them you know so there's that double urgency anyway and we know it's going to be tight anyway because the vines are like venus flytraps trying to you know it's just like blah blah blah, blah. Yeah, the plant itself is violent we didn't need anything else i do i do have one caveat and maybe they explain it in the movie but so they're all flying down low trying to track this thing. Could they yeah. not just go like, eh, that much higher and fly above it and just track it that way? Did they have well, to go in and because, amongst and down? Yeah, because that's where it was going and they needed to find where the pistol was. So it just kept it kept going down. And I don't think that it got... Um, but they were tracking it digitally, right? Yeah, but I I thought it, that they had to have the scanner on it uh, to uh, do okay. that, and so maybe uh, they maybe, couldn't okay. get to, like the, the nooks and the crannies there. I don't right. know. Right. Yeah. I, like, I mean, it would have been. It, it why are you using a helicopter and, thing? You use a plane or something that's smaller, like you can maneuver yeah. easier. They were really big to be flying they in between buildings clunky. and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Mm. So no, I totally get that. But it was. I mean, it was fun. I had I had fun with it. Um, and definitely so the, the emotional investment with the characters. I loved, um, the, the four, um, guys that are on the, um. Yeah, they're great. A lot of fun. I did say I wanted 10 more minutes of backstory for them. I, I think yeah. I wanted, I wanted to, to know, cause there's, there was a lot of history there. I mm -hmm. just felt like there was more and talking about there is a prequel anime movie, uh, coming out. Yeah, there's a trailer. You can go check it. It's a, well, there's a teaser trailer, and it's coming out next year, I believe. Uh, so it, <gasps> that stands to reason that, like, ah, oh, okay, they do have story, but they're just not ready to tell it yet. Yeah, well, and I saw, and again, this is on IMDb, so 
take it with the massive grain of salt there. But um, there, what it had said was that the original version was longer um, that was submitted to the the approval process, I guess, that has to happen um, within the Chinese government or something. And hmm. then it was cut down. And the oh. cut down version is the only version that's available or um, permitted to be shown anywhere. So it's missing like 10 or 12 minutes. Well, maybe we'll get that on the 4K because in my comments, they were saying that Netflix hasn't um, put the Dolby uh, digital surround sound and it definitely has that like at the cinemas it had that and so oh. they're wondering for that reason they're saying that they believe it's going to get a digital release then which means that like you can get all the extras the extended version all on the, that's normally where they show that kind of stuff right yeah yeah so oh. yeah we're getting a prequel anime and we could get a 4k uh, so if you like this world looks like you could get more that's cool. Did uh, w do you know when the prequel anime is coming? Do, have you, did I think you next year. Next. Year. Oh, okay, so relatively so soon. Relatively soon. Yeah. Nice. Did you understand the? It's like just as the credits started, then they had a clip. So and someone said the, to me that they're just establishing that humans could have a base on the moon. I thought it meant that home base was on the moon. Oh. Yeah, because I thought that was really random and out of nowhere. It just was just out of context. Yeah, I didn't. I I was just more confused by it than anything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so my my last thing that I want to talk about. This is not new to me, but because I was having just kind of that mediocre week, um, I needed something that that felt familiar. Um, that I didn't have to be totally invested in. And yet I found myself <laughs> once again, wholly invested in the movie. Um, but I rewatched RRR. Hey, and oh gosh, it's still like, it was still just as great this time. I mean, I, I'm blown away, you know, the goodness, the, the friendship that grows between the two, the action sequences and golly, there's a lot of slow-mo in it, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but still, you know, just loving it. The, um, the dance scene, like still brought a huge smile to my face. The um, one with the tapping. The yes. Tapping. Dude, yes. that scene is crazy. <laughs> it, 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 epic. I mean, it's, it's a whole, it's a dance battle, you know, mm. and <laughs> it, it's a lot of fun. Um, the, the throwing of animals, is just and <laughs> and motorcycles and the whole thing but it was um i wasn't sure if i was going to like be invested again because it's you know it's a, over a three-hour movie um mm. we don't get uh rom or rams um his his backstory into like an hour and a half in i mean we go so long before <laughs> learning really about him or why he's there i and like that though because it, totally. it makes us feel like he's the big bad yeah um and then you're like oh no okay i had this yeah. wrong <laughs> exactly no i loved it i mean it was so good but i wasn't sure if i was gonna you know i just mm. wasn't sure if i if it was was it just, did I just enjoy it because it was just that spectacle that first time? No, 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 it, um, <laughs> no, I had a blast with it. Um, I'm hoping, 
um, that it it actually does get the nomination for best picture. Yeah, um, I don't I don't see it happening, but I really wanted to. I think it might honestly because they because they've opened up the um the, you know the category because you can have 10 um hmm. nominations. Oh, maybe. You How know. wonderful would that be if it won best picture? Uh, I mean well, it deserves I, it. It's it, so epic. The scale that everything is executed so well. And it's one of those though that it it also hit um what am I trying to say? Wow, that thought just totally Oh, I know. <laughs> that it 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 it's not only creative from a visual standpoint or a filmmaking standpoint and it's an excellent story, but then it also is a worldwide hit. I mean, yeah, this it is, transcended cultures, which is often doesn't do. And shouldn't that be like one of the the pre-qualifiers yeah, for, for sure. That best should definitely picture. get it. Even though it's world cinema, if this managed to go around the world, uh, which is sometimes like Crouching Tiger did, right? And that's yeah. why it was nominated. Uh, yeah, yeah. Be, well, because because if we if we don't if we don't put in some of those pictures that are non English, well, then mm. it's just an American award show. Exactly. You know, yeah. and that's and, stupid. And the world is big. Yeah, <clears throat> the world is huge. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's the Oscars, unless they're saying the Oscars are just for English speaking people, uh, you need to quickly diversify because people won't stand for it anymore. I mean, I, I'm so glad that they've um, decided to put the full mm-hmm. all the Oscars and televise it, because after yeah. last year's Krabappel, the nonsense of that and they still haven't addressed like why are stunt men and women still not getting awards? Do they not? Are they not a big part of the process? Like they are literally acting their socks off and taking the hits, and you're like, nah, they don't deserve an award. Like, are you are you serious? Every time we see Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt do something ridiculous, we know it's not them. They they they're. I mean, Tom Cruise maybe, but yeah. Brad Pitt and <laughs> other guys, they they don't have the insurance to do it. Yeah, yeah. No, I I totally agree. That yeah. should it's a, a very overlooked category for a very 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 long time. Guarantee so. you, Keanu Reeves, the champions. He's the guys that oh, did yeah. do stunts with him because yeah. they're the best in the world. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> contentious. But yeah, RRR. I really hope it does. I wanted to. I wanted to win all the awards. If I'm honest. Uh, it'll be great. I just want to see like the, it, just that culture as well yeah. be represented spectacularly for once. Like, even if it's not like the film that is the best out of all the films, it deserves the recognition, notice, right? the yeah. recognition because of how many also other films there are that have never got the recognition. Yep. I mean, if you talk about something like a cultural phenomenon, which it is, if you took if you took Black Panther and what that meant for people, mm-hmm. and you put RR up there, I, I would say it, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Come on now, come on now. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, and I find it really funny that uh, India chose to put a a different movie up for their best picture for uh, international picture. And Seriously. So, well, but that allowed, though, I think that's great, though, you know, really, because that allowed RRR to then All be right. placed in best picture. In, in best picture. Okay. Yeah, because otherwise it couldn't be. It couldn't be nominated, oh, I which I don't okay. understand that. I mean. <clears throat> that seems but, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Anyway, yeah, it's it's still available wait, on Netflix. If Hollywood made a film, and it was in Hollywood, but they put it with a different language, would it? Like okay, I said, so like the Nordic film, uh, Edgar's film. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that? Can that not go for international and best picture then? No, because it's not. I think it's because it's an American. See, that's um, nonsense. Yeah, it's absolute nonsense. <laughs> well, and you know, that's actually kind of a weird thought. Then let's, I mean, I know we're going off on a tangent here, but hey, welcome. Um, <clears throat> there's a category for foreign language. Yeah. According to whom? <laughs> Again, this becomes a very American centric type of show or English language, English speaking um, yeah. centric award because because if you are german and you're watching the oscars your language is german is german and so yeah. english would be the foreign language foreign language of that yeah it, it, it's nonsense it's what yeah it that's it's really i'd never thought about that before other than the, until this conversation but that's a weird mm. thing for them to differentiate it in that way yeah hmm. okay oh, well, well, okay so yeah uh, that is the best thing that we watched, all the best things that we watched this week. There's a number of others. Um, uh, Hot Scales, I haven't finished. I just review- reviewed the first three episodes, and I'm loving the idea of it so far. I just hope it sticks the landing. It's There's, Turkish, right? Yeah, Turkish. And okay. Turkish can be a bit hit or miss. I've had some that I love, and I've had some mm. that made me scratch my head. So, yeah. Quick things about what, why so far is good. Mm-hmm. It this could easily post-apocalyptic. The way they have used mm. the the disease is sound, and so you think about the little <laughs> things that they they're playing with, like switching off the internet, because you can get the disease on the internet, uh, which is a genius. So that so you, everybody's wearing noise canceling headphones, and you're not oh, allowed wow. to talk to each other much at all, just in case the person has the disease called the jabber. It's a brilliant concept. But they doubled down on the goodness in in my viewpoint is that they could have easily gone the teenaged angst route and have a very young cast. Mm. They haven't done that. It's just normal people, various age range, different characters. And then we have the the lead character who has, again, I just love the concept of this, aphasia. So he can't get affected to a certain degree with the disease because he's mind that the mental capacity is different to others. Sound doesn't affect him the same way. Mm -hmm. And so now we have this guy, we're rooting for him anyway, because he's the underdog. Uh, He's gone through some hardship with a previous partner and you see him have the ability to maybe have another relationship, but he's kind of put himself in a house like everybody else has done in COVID. We've all kind of become hermits. And so his mother is trying to force him out the door. And so we're rooting for him to engage with the world again. But the world is so much worse than it is in COVID because this government corporation is kind of used as, as an excuse to put people in different sections and control everybody. Mm. And so the police force is that much stronger. But then you flip it on this other side and you start seeing what the police force are going through. One particular guy, you see what happens to people when your family members are affected with Jabba and how they become, uh, how they even get, get carted away. But then they, they get left in like hordes of people and they're just talking nonsense. I thought about a left right shoe that my pink budgie had once upon a time because of a Marmite situation that I had with my poo. Like really sentences of stringed words together and everybody's talking nonsense 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and that okay. makes you suddenly... <laughs> do you like how I just suddenly came up with... <laughs> that, that was awesome because I was like... I don't know what you're talking about. What <laughs> are the words? Ruben's got the jabber. Uh, so I, I encourage everybody to actually give this a go. Nice. I, I can't give a full review because I haven't watched all of it. Sure. I really wanted to get into it, but I needed to sleep. Uh, but so far, it's it's really good. It's one of those. I was like, damn, Turkey, come on. Nice. Though that's Quality. been on my list. So I'm glad. I'm glad to hear. I'm going to have to binge that today because, yeah, that sounds like fun. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, no. Everything cool. else was mediocre. Yeah. Uh, for me, there was a lot. There was a lot that I watched, and some some were disappointing. I got to say, Troll was disappointing. Right. Um, it, it, it wasn't it. it I think it was, because we have Troll Hunters. Yeah. And we were hoping for at least that with a budget, but then they went Godzilla with trolls, and it just didn't work. It, there was no it, emotionality for me. It was just Godzilla. That's, yeah, yeah. I yeah. The, yeah. did. You laugh though. Let me ask you this: Did you laugh? I laughed. Where the soldier <laughs> gives his Independence Day speech, except oh, it's yeah. not nearly as impacting. As no, it was just <laughs> it was just awful. Like, don't, what do you shut up? Somebody yeah, stop him. <laughs> I just I couldn't believe that they did that. I mean, it was yeah. just like seriously, you're you're blatantly ripping this off at this point. Oh, it was it was so so cringy. I couldn't believe that was even in the movie. Yeah, it is like it's like a Hollywood producer came in saying the only you can have this money, but you must do the film like this. It just felt off kilter, like yeah. not authentic to um, the, what you would get, like like Troll Hunters. Yeah, I don't want to keep comparing it to, but actually, we have such a low budget version, and it's so much better. <laughs> so much better, yeah. Yeah, and I don't mind. I mean, I liked the destruction and everything, but it just it. I mean, you take Godzilla, Jurassic Park, that Independence Day moment, uh, King Kong. Um, it it was just all of those movies with a troll instead. I only cared about the troll though. Also, the characters didn't have enough. I was like, well, maybe the father. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, but dude, how sad was that end? That. Why, why make us go through all of that to then actually just do that at the end and then give us the Godzilla ending, the original Godzilla from 2002 or four, where we have the egg thing at the end? I was like, are you kidding? You, I've been mean, talking about ripping off. Yeah. Uh, but I was, I mean, good grief. You, you've given us, like, I want the lore. This is one of those that I want the lore of, yeah. you know, the whole, when they look underneath the, um, the palace. And, and the devastation that's shown there, and you're like, dude, that is brutal. How great would it have been if he, when he's being tortured, the troll with, like, mm. UV rays, if he just broke out of all of it, dec decimated everybody, got to the bunker before they could hit, like, the missile, <coughs> and he wins and walks off, like, just walking through the city, got, got his skull, and that's <laughs> way better ending. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just way too sad. It was. Just, I was yeah. like, and and the, and a rip off of all. You know, it was just disappointing. So yeah, very it, disappointing. It's weird that we're ending the best thing we watched with something that's <laughs> not the best thing we watched. But whatever. All right, as we continue on with our podcast, we appreciate you uh, continuing to listen. 
As always, you can tweet at us at Best We Watched. Don't forget to head over to our individual YouTube channels at some point. Give us a watch, give us a subscribe, a like, a share, something like that. Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday, me, Chris, with Movies and Munchies. Um, we, we appreciate our patrons also who help support um, this, pro- this show podcast offset the the cost of production for just a few bucks a month at patreon.com slash the bearded ones um we yeah if you want to see what we get up to uh you can head over there um the link's in the description and we thank you also for just uh tuning in to the podcast itself if you could rate and review us that would be outstanding now we're gonna dive into the movie that we both watched this week that is exclusive to this audio so we can talk about it. And I think because it's like over 30 years old, uh, we will just talk spoilers as well. <laughs> but we we decided that we would talk about this, this the will first, that we would see this movie and talk about it because a new series that is a sequel series has dropped, uh, at least begun. Um, and so Willow. Is is the movie we watched, uh, 1988, if I'm not mistaken, directed yeah, by Ron Howard. It's old. And <clears throat> uh, <laughs> let me ask, I'm going to start off by asking you a question, which is going to give you just a huge insight into whole, my whole mindset. Um, <laughs> if you're not a fan of this movie, like from when it originally came out, mm. And you don't watch it for like nostalgia's sake. Huh. Can you even enjoy this movie? Um, probably not. To be fair, <clears throat> it's a pretty terrible movie. How dare you, every everybody <laughs> who's listening, get tweet out movies and munchies hate joy. Uh, <laughs> but also, I understand. Yeah, it's it's. I, I also noticed it. It's dated. and i'm 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 willing to overlook the the special effects and i'm going to use air quotes under special because they certainly are special you know where you can tell that it's you know actors in front of a a movie screen um at some points because the 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 coloring the shading all of that's just off but Mm. the thing i think that bothered me the most was the writing where characters always kept saying the other characters names like in normal com whenever they would start a conversation mad martigan it's clear you're talking to him stop saying his name you know it just it like consistently through all this this does give an insight into your into your mind yeah things that bother chris (laughs) yes oh my gosh yeah you, you so ruben when when you and I are talking, and Ruben, um, I didn't know if you, you know, are you enjoying your coffee there, Ruben? I, God, stop. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I can't believe, uh, Chris, things like that annoy you, Chris. Yeah, it's the small things. Um, but <laughs> the... <laughs> the things I liked about well no let me I've talked enough already let, let, tell me thoughts on the movie what did you um uh, I had a lot of nostalgia <laughs> uh-huh. emotions yeah. towards uh, the score probably the best thing about mm. the movie um the score is epic and I just yeah. I could listen to the score all day long great 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 score 
Val Kilmer nails the cheesiness. <laughs> yes, he does. Nails it. Uh, he's great. Um, then you get caricatures of bad guys, which are ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Mad Mordigan for one. Uh, uh, I just, yeah, the story was much weaker than I remembered it being. I was like, oh, th- this is just it. Yay. <laughs> so I, I still really enjoyed aspects of it. And I love the creature feature design, the kind of stop motion sort of thing. At the at the castle there? Yeah, at the castle. Yes. Love that. That was great. Yes. That, in fact, that whole scene was really well done. Yes. Um, uh, the, the rat dogs, always scary, more scary in my mind when I saw this time around. I was like, oh, yeah, they're just like in costumes, dogs. But yeah, rat dogs. Uh, yes. Uh, I like Willow, the the actor himself. I think he's Mm -hmm. got a lot of presence on screen. I love the moment where he gets to see his wife again. That I thought had real real emotion. They just ran at each other like they loved each other and it was genuine Mm -hmm. and I loved that. Um, The fact that he's learned some magic, I thought that was great. (laughs) What what was your initial reaction, Willow? I was going to choose my own finger and it's like oh there's so much in that that's great the you know trusting yourself believing in yourself and, and he's got to go on that journey uh the the magician's wand kind of like ron not kind of getting the the stuff Dude, right yeah. no stupid <laughs> concentrate <laughs> brilliant <laughs> she turns into a turtle at one point yeah, too, uh, like, oh that's gonna work that well that just reminded me of the emperor's new groove i wonder if that's where they got inspiration from it's like i'd be yes. turned into a cow can i go home <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i mean it's yeah i think for nostalgia's sake it's for sure. I, yeah. i'm not sure that anybody like if you've never seen it if you put it on for the first time and you're watching it i'm not even sure that would entice you to watch the series Okay, so here's the thing about yeah. the series uh-huh. is who the hell do they think they, they're um, aiming this for? Because I guarantee you the people that they've made the series for haven't watched this film because it's all teenage angst and it's young and it's it's clothing that doesn't really work. The the, the kids, oh. the son has been cast well because he kind of looks like Val Kilmer, but He's wearing like leather tight trousers and a vest that reminds me like he's like going to a rocking a rocker concert, and mm. the dialogue is all teenage drama, uh, and based on like relationships. And I was just what the hell? I switched off within the first half an hour. I might go back to it, but I was so pissed off after having watched the film. Even though I know it's like this is not a great film, but there's nostalgic moments in it that yeah. I really enjoy, and the score. And after having seen the trailer, which looked incredible for the series, mm-hmm. uh, I came to this and I was like, why? This is not what I was promised, right? <laughs> what is <Yeah>. this? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's an interesting question because, yeah, you would think that that the series on one hand would be geared towards, if it's building off of the movie, building off of that lore, that nostalgia, anything else, it would be geared towards people of your my age. Right. Like the Gen Xers who, I mean, we, we saw it as, as teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, but this doesn't sound like it would be. It's not even like that- it's a reboot because even in the, the film Willow, it wasn't teenagers. No. It, so no. 
even if you were doing their own thing now, it still doesn't make sense that they've gone for the C. I, this is it. This is it. One hundred percent. It's a CW series on Disney. Oh no! That's how it comes across. Oh, see, you've you've absolutely sold me to avoid this show <laughs> at all costs. I might, you know, if I go back and I watch it and I come back, like I say, okay, it 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 it's stale at the beginning. Hopefully, it comes back and redeems itself, but. I don't know. Ask yourself this question. When it came out, how many of the reviewers that had screeners actually dropped their review that day? Because I guarantee you it was minimal. They're, yeah. Like, people like Austin. Um, yeah, people like Austin Burke, uh, the guys he follows, all the other guys that I know mm. that we follow didn't yeah. drop it until like a couple of days later. And they had it for weeks. Like it's they've had it for ages. And they've been slightly talking about it and then disney didn't do any promotion for the series at all and i feel like they knew (laughs) yeah yeah it's and i think that could be that it's just it's it's like all over the place because i mean how i don't know how you make a sequel to a movie um there's a story there's a story i'm interested in but they haven't executed it well, <laughs> not in the first episode, at least. Hmm. And then they only yeah. dropped two episodes. It really feels like if you wanted no. them to be invested in, drop the whole thing or do three minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's, yeah, that's weird. I'm not going to watch it. Um, mm. Just because, I mean, honestly, like if I were reviewing the movie as a new movie today, oh. he would probably get like a one and a half, maybe a two. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. It yeah, just, and I, it, don't blame just, me. I only I hold like certain films from the eighties as nostalgic in my memory. Absolutely. They're good, and sometimes you go back to them. And you're like, I really shouldn't have watched that again <laughs> because it should have <laughs> just stayed there as good. <laughs> yeah, the 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 image now is tarnished because yes. I've rewatched it and I have yeah. a new I have a new memory of it. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. It, had it stayed where it was, I, there was a fondness to look back on it. You know, now, like I told my, because my youngest son, I don't think he's even seen it. And he saw that there was a, the series coming out. Um, I'm not sure if he was enticed to see it or not, but he um, he was like, oh, I'm not going to watch this movie now. And I was like, yeah, no, don't. You'll just be upset. And, and, Dude, and it's, it's a really long movie. It's like over two hours. I mean, it's, you know, only a few minutes over two hours, but it's still. <laughs> uh, yeah. In fact, there's quite a bit of, like, there's quick recaps in the series so you don't even need really need to have watched the movie oh, really yeah oh so that it, it keeps calling back to it so that kind of like uh cobra kai does with yeah. karate kid yeah. okay except cobra kai is so much better um, yeah, except cobra <laughs> kai is good <laughs> <laughs> well uh, karate kid was good that was the other thing true. even if yeah. it has cheese to it it's yeah. still yeah uh, well oh, the fighting oh. has never really been great has it yeah well no uh, but it is exciting you forgive it yeah you forgive yeah. it yeah yeah. 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 So, all right. Should we move on? Yes. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Entertainment um, news. Yeah. Okay. I let's just talk about the cancelled Netflix series. Dude. 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 Go for it. All right. So I tweeted out. <laughs> I was like, "This is why people cancel Netflix." <laughs> because this is one of the series by Mike Flanagan, The Midnight Club, which we didn't get answers to. We got an answer to a part of an arc, which Uh obviously had 
at least eight, nine different story threads that still needed to be answered. Yes. And I was just like, this sucks. Thankfully, Flanagan jumped on. He said, I'm so disappointed in Netflix. And it's mm-hmm. it's weird timing as well, because he just announced a partnership with Amazon. And it felt like a slap in the face. Well, okay, screw you. If you're not doing stuff yep. with us anymore, uh, we'll just cancel it. If that is the case by some executive, that's... You're a sucky human what? being. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think I think it actually came out the other way around. That Netflix canceled it, and okay. they then, and then they and then fl- uh, yeah, because Flanagan yeah, joined. Yeah, him and Trevor Macy. They um, they're in their pick their production company, Intrepid Pictures. Um, they had been talking with Netflix and then yeah. other people as well because their Netflix deal was coming up. Um, for it just expired oh, renewal. All right, expired. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so what Flanagan did, he has blogged a massive story arc and answers, which is so nice to the fans. Like it must have taken actual time because he's like done his due diligence. He's put down like all the arcs of Mm -hmm. what would have happened to each character. And I'm kind of happy. People are going to hate me for saying this. Happy we didn't get it because it's reading it. It was just devastating. Like what have happened to the characters? I was like, oh, flip. Like. This is not nice at all. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, what? What? What made me excited? I didn't know. I didn't read the whole um, breakdown yet. But um, when Alonka begins to tell her story, um, it in in the canceled season two, mm. uh, Anya was going to play her. The character was going to play oh. Alonka, or the, the which I, I loved Anya. I, mm. She was great, so yeah. that was going to be that was going to be a cool tie. And he had said that that was the beauty of some of this that the way that the characters live on, that their friends live on, is to be included in the stories that are told. In the stories, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah I love that. Yeah, but still, because they're actually at a hospice, so many of them do die of what they're there for. Oh yeah, that's I yeah. Mean, that's why they're there. Yeah. yeah, and you, but there's this magical element to it. You think that they're in season two, maybe they still would find that cure, but mm-hmm. they no, they, no, no, no. It's about. I think it's. It really comes down to the acceptance. It is. And the, it's one hundred percent about that accepting death as part yeah. of life mm-hmm. and as harsh reality. But I damn it, I want the magic, Flanagan. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that escape. <laughs> yeah. But that is that was a disappointing bit of news there. Yeah. It is, um. Yeah. So yeah. Um. On a weird bit of news, if okay. I can. Yep. So I have Roku. I have a lot of Rokus in my house because we have a lot of TVs. Um. But one of like so if you don't have a Roku, on the screen it's like just a, a screen of app channels. Um. Once you go over there to the right of it, shows an ad. Um, just, you know, typically it's an advertisement to either buy, you know, or upgrade your Roku, or it's an advertisement for a channel or a show to either entice you to sign up for that, that series, whatever. Doesn't really matter. It's an ad. Okay. (laughs) So there is now a streaming channel from QVC and the home shopping network. What? Which first, okay. Yep. That that's first number one there. Yeah. Like what? Okay. What? But no, no, this is best. This, this is so good. I didn't click on it. I should have. I really should have, but I didn't. Um, 
It was an ad for one of their original movies. What? Yeah, no yeah, yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're doing okay. movies? Okay. Wait, would you like to hear the title? Uh, yes. <laughs> Holly and the Hot Chocolate. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Holly and the Hot Chocolate. That's a mo- this this is not even wow. Oh, I can't wait to review this. I, I must find it. You oh my gosh, it's just I I think it's a free channel. I mean, cuz I think it's like QVC Plus or Home Shopping Network Plus because that's what everybody does is just add a plus to their name and, and there mm. you go, that becomes the streaming channel. I don't know, but why? What and and the product placement within that has got to be just Oh my Absurd. gosh, it's going to be brilliant. We can Instead of doing death counts, you can do product placement count. Oh my gosh, that's the best. That's hilarious. I love that At news. some point, they break the fourth wall and they just talk about it. And this could be yours for $13.99. For $49.99, but wait, there's more. Brilliant. Oh, that's so good. Okay. Uh, the UK's oddest place. So basically, we have places in the UK on our map that are named. It's like actual place names, like little little cities, little towns. Uh, mm. If you look on the map, there's places like Beer. Um, <laughs> there's one place called Brown Willie. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm not making these up. There's one called Droop. Um, Wig Wig. Chemistry. Wide Open. Yes, they were definitely drunk when they were doing something. Rest and be <laughs> thankful. Spunky. Right at the top uh, by Scotland, there's a place called Brawl. I want to go there. And if people aren't fighting it, like the in the in kilts, I will be disappointed. It's got to be like a town of nothing but pubs. Right? Yes. <laughs> and football hooligans. Yes. But the best name. And I'm, I'm, give me a second as I try. Here we go. Next to uh, Strangle Willy. Um, yep, not naming that yet. Okay, here we go. Uh, Leanne Fair, Pilwagi, Nagala, Gogorisi, Churandal, Drob, Bilalantri, Sulo, Gogogoch. Is that Actual, all one word? That is one word. Where is that at? Is that in Wales? <laughs> Yeah, so on the left of our map, where where is that? Uh, well, Wales. So, yeah, Wales, because you got Scotland <laughs> there, Wales. Yeah, on the white part. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. I just thought it was the best thing I'd seen. This, so I have to share it. That's. It's like somebody just hit their head on the keyboard a bunch of times. Just and went, that's what we. <laughs> <call>. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh my gosh! Well, you know, there's like the um. The volcano in Iceland that I, I'm not even going to try and pronounce because I just, <laughs> I can't, but it's, I mean, it's, it's beautiful when people actually say it, but it's right. like, I, I'm going to slaughter that. Ooh. Oh, okay. Um, so I, we went this last week. What did we see? Um, oh, when I saw glass onion knives out, um, hmm. story last week. Um, so I took the family and we all went and saw it in the theater and I finally saw the first trailer for the upcoming Gerard Butler movie that's coming to theaters. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's out here in the UK now, I think. Okay. So my daughter-in-law, she leaned over and she asked if it was a joke. 
<laughs> I, mean, I mean, seriously, because the movie is just called Plane. Oh, no, that's not what I thought it was. That's not the okay. one you're thinking? Oh, my no. gosh. No, it is. like So it's this action movie. And at the end, when the title comes up, it's just plain as it just creeps <laughs> towards the front. And it it made it because I knew that this movie was coming out. And I thought, I mean, that's the stupidest title ever. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. Um, and you've got to think it's a joke. Right. But that then for my daughter-in-law to be actually like, wait, this is serious. <laughs> it's not even airplane. It's just no, no, plain. or the plane, or yeah. anything, just plain. <laughs> wow, we're just gonna start naming things, which then made me laugh when Troll came out this week because it was just like, <laughs> oh, okay, so we're just gonna start naming things by their individual, yeah. you know, yeah. mug, um, <laughs> glass, fork. <laughs> Spork, the movie. Ooh, I want to see that. But see, it would be better if it was called Plane, the movie. Yeah, true. Okay. <laughs> well, we've got Megan with the three backwards coming dude, out. Dude, have you watched the trailer for I that? I've seen the trailer. It does actually that, look pretty she, creepy. When she dances in the hallway, yeah. that does a little that, kind of cartwheel. Yeah, that is wrong. Like on so many different levels there. I'm and I'm super excited to see it. <laughs> yeah, it actually look takes a spin on the doll yeah. horror franchise and you know, makes it something different. I like it. Yeah, not good, not good at all. Yeah, so anyway, everybody look out for plane. It's gonna be coming to a Jared Butler cinema near you. <laughs> nice. Um oh. Brett Goldstein interviews the Muppets to celebrate the thirtieth anniversary of the Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, seriously? Two things you didn't know you wanted in your life. Uh, I love Brett Goldstein right? on Ted Lasso. I mean, he is phenomenal. Yes. So oh. he's interviewing the Muppets. This is a thing that people need to go and find and watch. Is it on Disney Plus or it, is it? Well, e, the EW.com, was, um, that's where the news comes from. So okay, we'll have to go I, hunt down. But that's a thing I want to see. That is a thing I want to see also. That is outstanding news. That's probably the best news so far. Right? Uh, yes. Uh, Nobody 2 is aiming to begin filming next year. I still need to see the first one. Seriously, how have you not seen that movie? I, you I, like I, John Wick, I, right? I love John Wick. Watch. Uh, yeah, I know. Nobody. I know. <laughs> I know. I, 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 Do it. <laughs> I, there, there's no good reason not to. I mean, I, then it's not that I don't want to. I just haven't yet. Um, Should we talk hey, about Avatar? Oh, uh, okay, I was going to oh, say, gonna say really quick. Bullet Train uh, arrived on Netflix um, on December not in 2nd. The UK. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, not in the UK? No. Oh, in the we US. Have pay, we have to pay fifteen ninety nine for it. Whoa. <laughs> That's not okay. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Avatar. What, what, did you, what, what are we talking to Avatar? Okay, so uh, the official runtime is three hours, ten minutes. Okay. James, Cam James Cameron is adamant that... <clears throat> people will go and watch it and he says if you need to we just go go and watch it again and to catch the missed piece, <laughs> pieces that but okay okay james i'm worried for james cameron be, uh, and this franchise i don't know that it's going to make two billion it, it just doesn't make sense that it could in this in this climate so like maverick managed to get a and capture the hearts of people it's the thing we yep. needed at that moment mm -hmm. but i think he's done himself a disservice by continuing to belittle the franchises like uh marvel 
So he keeps putting his foot in it. He keeps saying yeah. things like, uh, well, it doesn't take. And he didn't even know what he was talking about, like the, the quote. And, and it might be out of context, but it was like uh, something about Luke Skywalker has six something to something. And then he, mo- he talked about Marvel as if Luke Skywalker was in Marvel. And it seemed like he didn't even know which was Star Wars or Marvel. And for a guy in the entertainment industry, the least you could know do is know like which of the big franchises that you're competing with. That's yeah. like minimum. Yeah. And he's an intelligent man. Like he knows his stuff. He could play. He could create and do any part in a film and do that part well. He studied it all because he didn't want to be that guy behind the camera that spouts things that he doesn't know what he's talking about, mm-hmm. right? But James this week said. James Cameron says he has already plans for six and seven Avatar. Because it's two billion to break even, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's not for two. It's it's for two, three, four. So for three movies, maybe the first one. Still though, yeah, it's it's a lot, yeah. Well, and you figure, um, like uh, Maverick is actually coming back to theaters again. I know. Um, The genius of Tom Cruise and. How long he's managed to put that in? It's already at one point five billion. Yeah, which it'll be curious that, to see now how many people go and see it just because you know they saw. I mean, people saw it a ton in the theater, obviously. Um, but now that it's it it's on four K, it's you know I digital, might go back thing. and watch it again. The cinema experience of Maverick was incredible. It was it was fun. I'm not sure though for. When I have to make a, an entertainment choice for my dollar, mm. if I'm going to see a movie that I've already seen, you think twice, it's going to do a Morbius? No, no, I don't think it's going to do that. I think I think people nothing's will go as see good it. as Morbius. Yeah, yeah, right. It's Morbin time. No, I mean <laughs> ju- for me personally, mm. I would make a choice with my dollars to see something new versus seeing something that I've already seen a couple of times. That's fair. Um, and and and. You're right. The cinema experience for that movie is phenomenal. Mm. You know, that's the, that's the one. I mean, you should see it in the cinema. I mean, that's the if you didn't get an opportunity to at least once, you, you missed out, and you should go back and see it because it is wow. <clears throat> so, have you heard about? The, have you seen any of the Telsa King? No. That, that okay. So no, it's a uh, new series with Sylvester Stallone. Um, oh, I I heard about that. Um, yeah. I know nothing about it, though. It's doing so well that it had higher ratings than House of the Dragon. So the highest rating for the network. What's it on? I thought it was Paramount. But so Telsa King renewed for second season already. It's still in its first season. Uh-huh. And ratings top House of the Dragon. I, it might be Paramount, but how on earth did it top? house of the dragon i didn't know that sylvester had that much of a pull yeah no it is paramount plus you're right yeah um yeah i didn't huh amazing i feel like i'm missing out like i need to go and check what this is about oh well you know one thing it has going for it is that it's created by taylor sheridan so Mm. he um like hell, con- hell or high water um oh. yellowstone all right, all right. so yeah. these isn't, isn't it an offshoot of yellowstone i don't think this one is okay the the one with um with 
Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren that's coming out or is out yeah. or something like that. That's that's like a, a prequel right. to Yellowstone. Okay. Yeah. Um, this, I mean, at least going by the um, just the IMDb thing, it's you know following his release from prison, Mafia capo uh, Dwight the General Manfredi is exiled to Tulsa, Oklahoma, where he builds a new criminal empire with a group of unlikely characters. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't Interesting. know. Yeah. Um, this. Okay. I don't know if you, everybody can try this if you're listening. Try and go onto Amazon with no internet. Because what will probably happen, I can show Chris, is you will get a picture of a dog that says, oops, no internet. But if you keep doing it, you get different <gasps> dogs. <laughs> And oh, now I have a fun. game that I just don't want to give all the dogs that they have represented on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, no internet. Uh, it's stupid, I know, but I thought it was. Funny. No, that's outstanding. That's a yeah. that's a great little bit of trivia. It's like it's like when um, uh, is it Firefox or Google when it goes down and you, or when you don't have internet but you can still play as the T Rex. Oh yeah, T Rex game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Excuse our monkeys. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's all the news I got. That's all the news I got as well. Okay. So, uh, we so things about, coming up this week? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have a big uh, anime. This title, I think, is going to be really good. Adapted from a web tune, I believe, it's called mm. Look, Look, Lookism. Lookism? Look, lookism, yeah. In a, in a society that favors good looks, a high school student outcast leads a double life. Switching between his two bodies that are polar opposites in appearance. So one's the chubby, unpopular fat guy mm. who gets a really good-looking, athletic, the, the, like the best of the best body. And so I think how it's going to go is like at first he loves that body, but then will come to hate it because that's not really him. And so people don't really know who he is, who he like. Huh. Yeah, it yeah. looks it looks like a really interesting story. So, what's that coming out on? On uh, Netflix. Okay. Mm. Cool. Cool. I'm going, uh, the, it's weird. This, it's coming to the theater. It's called Empire of Light, uh, mm. starring Olivia Coleman, which I'm really excited to see. I know nothing about it. Right. Um, but it got, at least where I live, it got moved up in the oh. uh, release schedule. So I don't know. I think it was supposed to come out this. 16th, which I think is going up against Avatar at that point. So maybe that's why they moved it up a week to just be like, right. we'll, we'll, we're going to get decimated, which honestly, though, the, I think it's two different audiences. So it's mm. not really, I mean, the people that are, would go to see this movie, it looks like a little bit more of a, of a drama and a, um, maybe even like a, an indie type mm. of thing, um, feel to it at least, um, versus, you know, sci-fi action. So, Okay. Um, there is a horror coming, at least to the UK cinemas, uh, releases 9th of December called Nocebo with Eva Green. And I, uh, it's a, how do you describe it? It's one of those, I want to I get this right, um, folklore. Okay, it's folklore horror uh, and Eva Green as well. The publishing house is Vertigo, which I really like. Um, I've seen the trailer and it looks creepy as heck. A really interesting story. So, is this, have you it's, even heard of this? 
uh, I have not heard of it, but it is available to rent and or buy on Prime Video. Oh, gosh. Okay, so that must be UK. I mean, uh, US. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So it um, it came out here November 22nd in the US. So weird. So weird, the releasing dates. Yeah, okay. So that's been out at yours for about a week, by the looks of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, 10 days. Yeah. Which is funny because then, because that came out online, so like probably VOD. Um, but then after that, it hit uh, international film festivals, like in the Wait. Philippines, Italy, Singapore. Yeah, that's that's. Huh. Are you going to are you going to go to the theater and see it? No, I've been given a screener, so I'm going to oh, watch okay. that from home, which is nice. But I'm excited to see that because I like Eva Green uh, and I like folk folk horror yeah mm-hmm. i think you got you got me into that so um i'm gonna give myself nightmares but yeah that's one i'm looking forward to nice cool um you've already reviewed this and i have not i haven't even watched it yet it comes out this week though and it's um because it's really a it's a tough thing for me to want to watch it because mm. i hate the disney version yes. um the original version. I haven't seen the live action remake, which I've heard is even more terrible. But right. um, Pinocchio, Pinocchio, yes. as I Pinocchio. like to say, yeah, yeah, it's um, Guillermo del Toro's uh, stop motion um, coming to Netflix this week. Mm. I'm actually, I, I am looking forward to it though. That's the weird thing. Like I hate the story. It Guillermo del, me, del Toro. It, yeah. Uh, Okay, so for people that haven't seen it, the best thing I can say is give it half an hour because the first okay. half an hour very much the same as the Disney, which put me off, and I actually stopped watching it. And I love Guillermo del Toro; he's like my third favorite mm. director. Um, and then I went back, and I was kind of blown away, to be honest, because they give ample backstory to Geppetto. There's like oh. a, a maybe twenty twenty five minutes stuff I'd never heard of or seen him before. A, a, a reason as to why. Um, mm. why why Pinocchio um, and it, it's pretty horrific as it should be uh, yeah. the story and it's sad and, and gives all those Pinocchio moments that are in the Disney are still there but more grounded and then you have creature design that only Guillermo del Toro can do mm-hmm. um, and you forget like the, the stop motion is so good you forget it's stop motion you just feel like you're watching a movie nice uh, yeah so definitely worth it as long as you can push past that beginning i wasn't sold on the songs there's i don't think they're strong i think okay. they're just they're fine but <clears throat> it's the stop motion and the um the uniqueness of the pinocchio story taking it in slightly different direction mm, okay. also voice cast my goodness oh flipping amazing yeah <laughs> right on okay yeah. cool uh, that makes me excited, more excited, I guess, to see it. I, I'm still, just, yeah, yeah, I'm, like, but I'm with you. Like I'm, it, of all the things to adapt, that wouldn't have been my choice. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's a yeah. horrifying story to me, really. <laughs> you know, I don't. But yeah, anyway, okay. Um, Dragon Age Absolution. I reviewed the first episode because that's the episode that was allowed because they were showing it on some festival or something, something to do with Netflix. But this new animated series from the world of Dragon Age, particularly Absolution, comes off the back of Inquisition, the game. 
And so there's lots of nice references in the animation that comes out this week. I haven't seen the rest of the episodes. I'm excited to get stuck into it. Short season, I think it's like six episodes at half an hour piece. Okay. So yeah, but like for anybody that loves animation or Dragon Age or Dragon Age, the animation, because we've had the, they've done their like trilogy arc already animation. And this is a new story. Uh, mm. Yeah. So it's good. It's very good. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Uh, more on Netflix because they just have they a just crap ton that always comes out. Anything, yeah. yeah. And yeah, everything. Um, I, I don't know anything about this series. I am intrigued by the title, though. Um, so hopefully, I don't even know if it's a comedy or a drama, but it is a series. Uh, season one drops, I Hate Christmas. Um, <laughs> it's a season. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Drama, comedy, romantic comedy, I don't know. Um, but the title just made me chuckle a little bit. So like, okay, um, maybe okay. if I get time, check it out. Yeah. That is odd. Yeah. Uh, there's a film. Well, first I should say to all those fans of alchemy of souls, they're dropping 10 new episodes, same season, but like we've been waiting for the new, the new episodes to start. So you can sink your teeth into that. Uh, but there's a film called cat. Coming out on Friday, gritty thriller. Yeah, uh, and this is—I'm trying to think of—is it Indian? Am I right? Like, like the, as, the cover as a whole. looked like it could be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or um, yeah, just based on the yeah the headdress that I saw on um a poster. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, they they're, they're wearing turbans, but I, I I hesitate to say like exactly which part of the reason the region or the country. You know, like I, I don't know. But yeah. the, the synopsis is: living under an alias, a former police informant is summoned to infiltrate a major drug empire, but uncovers a dangerous connection to his dark past. So I quite like that. It is Indian. It's Punjabi. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, and okay, it is cool. a series. What the? Okay. It's a series. Could be good. I was hoping it was a movie, but do, 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 yeah, yay. So much more to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's on my list too. Yeah. So. I didn't get to um, his Dark Materials. So I'm doing oh. that this week as well as Doom Patrol season four. So oh, that okay. would mean I'm watching three seasons this week. You can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> There's also a series. Yeah. There's also a series called Smiley. A new Smiley. Spanish rom yeah. A new Spanish rom romantic TV comedy um on Netflix coming out on Wednesday. Huh. Okay. Mm. I don't I don't know about this one. Huh. So but, I will have to look for it. And Chris, there's a Christmas yes. movie coming out. That's got to be on your list uh, from uh, Netflix because you watch all of those. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, yeah, yeah. My calendar. I was looking at it, and it's kind of out of date. I like apparently I, I fell asleep or something like that, and didn't add a whole <laughs> bunch. So my this week is kind of bleak looking. But what what's the movie called? It's called Delivery by Christmas. Oh, I, I it's a Polish saw something romantic about that. comedies comedy. It's a comedies comedy. 
Uh, it's Polish, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I've seen a Polish comedy. I've seen Polish, like, <laughs> sci-fi drama, crime drama. Yeah. Um, huh. Okay. Uh, one coming to Apple TV on the 9th uh, is Emancipation. So it came out to s- selected cinemas um, on the yes. the 2nd. Um, but, yeah, it comes out on the actual platform on the 9th. I've heard very good things. I I don't know if I've heard anything about I mean other than I know that it's um it's Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Um you know and yeah, huh. Well that's cool. I didn't even I don't even have that on my list. I Cool. I'm going to have to look at that one too. What else you got? Uh there there's a movie called The Marriage App coming to Netflix. Okay. I don't know anything about this one, although it's my guess is rom-com. Um, if, it, if it can be cute, that's all I need. You know, something simple, 90 minutes. Um, mm. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You, you didn't talk about in the best thing you watched was Slow Horses Season 2, which surprised me. Was it not that good then? <clears throat> I loved it. Honestly, and I loved it better than season one. Oh. The the thing though is, um, it's still that weekly release, right? And I don't like I had said in my review, I don't I don't think I would recommend watching it week to week. Mm. That it just it you know they drop the first two episodes uh, this week, and then it's each week after that. And I honestly I would go th- episode like one through three. And then wait a couple of weeks and watch episodes four, five, and six. Um, or just wait until the end of December and binge the entire thing at once. Because binging it, it was very exciting, especially as we get to the last two episodes. Like the intensity of that, there's an urgency in just this building like, ah, I got to go, what? Um, which I really, really liked. But going week to week, I'm mm. afraid that it breaks that. Okay. Yeah, uh, I understand that. Have you have you watched the series yet? I've watched the first two episodes. Okay, mm. there there's some emotional moments in this that that I, I was not prepared for. So okay, yeah. Mm. Uh, on Thursday, there is a documentary film called The Elephant Whisperers, mm. uh, which I'm really looking forward to. I like my. I like my animal documentaries if they have like a story to it. Yeah. And so, so Bon Man and Belly, a couple of South Indian devote their lives to caring for an orphaned baby elephant named Raghu, uh, forging a family like no other. That sounds great. And I think I'll enjoy that. That should be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the poster and mm. the guy petting the, the, I wouldn't the say elephant. baby elephant, but it was like a, maybe a teenager. I think it is a, I think it is baby. It's just their baby. <laughs> just- <laughs> They're dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to piss those off because they'll either sit on you or no, stomp you, you and just done. <laughs> well, that's everything on uh, my list. If you that's everything on more? my list. Nope, nope. Cool. Everything on my list too. All right. All right. Well, hey, we thank you for for joining us uh, again. Tweeted us best we watched. Head over to our individual YouTube channels. Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday. Me, Chris with Movies and Munchies. Like, share, subscribe. 
If you could also rate and review us wherever you happen to listen to podcasts, we would appreciate that. And for just a few dollars a month, you can uh, support uh, the production of this show. And you can check out our different Patreon levels, patreon.com slash thebeardedones. Uh, thank you to our patrons that we have on there. It means the world to us, honestly. And uh, we enjoy creating specific content just for you. Um, so if you've never been there and you want to check it out, see what that is, uh, head over there. With that, we will see you next week. All right. Take care. Take care.